everybody, and welcome to the Wherever You Go podcast. I'm Sam Bauer, and I'm the host and moderator of this podcast. And today I wanted to talk about goal setting. It is one of my favorite things to do. It is one of my favorite topics. I um, set goals all the time, constantly throughout the year, but at the beginning of the year, I do like to sit down and plan out my yearly goals and make adjustments to my three-year and my five-year goals. So a lot of times on this podcast, I talk about leaning into God's plan for your life and becoming the person that God made you to be. And that is important and it's great and fine and well, but we can't just like, you know, theoretically say, okay, I'm leaning into God's plan for me. Here I go, you know, do what you want with me, God. Uh, we, we do that, but we also need to take action. And um, in order to take action, we need to set goals. And so obviously, you know, we set goals and they change. They don't always stay exactly the same. Maybe we adjust them due to things changing and God showing us a new direction or whatever that might be. But it's still important to put our plans down on paper um, or in an Excel spreadsheet, if you're super nerdy, like I am, um, and just really, you know, plan out what we're going to do and what action we're going to take. And I would also just like to start this podcast with the whole, like, I've seen so many memes and posts on Facebook about like tiptoeing into 2020 because like the last two years have been hard and whatever guys throw yourself into what you're doing. Don't tiptoe. Don't be afraid. Fear is the freaking enemy. And we need to go, you know, full speed. And, and I mean, I realize there's time for rest and there's time for, you know, self-care and all those things. And I believe in that as well, but I do not believe in tiptoeing into anything, um, or being afraid of a, a time frame, like things happen, good things happen and bad things happen, whether we're going all full force or we're tiptoeing or whatever that baloney is. So just my two thoughts on that. <laughs> um, so a couple things when we're setting goals, right? Like there's a big span of, of things in our life that we would set goals around. It might be a, a professional goal, a business goal uh, for me being in sales, Goal, sales goals are critical to my business's growth. And because of the way insurance sales um, uh, works with residual income and um, renewals and things like that, like there's a whole, there's a whole, I, I don't want to say algorithm, but there's like a whole spreadsheet that I put together with my goals that will help me know where I'm going to be at the end of the year and what I need to do in order to achieve the financial goals that I have for myself. So um, those goals are very concise, they're, they're smart goals, you know, they're, they're, um, very specific and tangible and I can track them and I know what I need to do to reach them. And then there's other goals, like maybe more personal goals that are like, I want to lose 10 pounds this year, or I want to spend more time with my family this year, or I want to, you know, make sure that my relationship with my husband is as strong as it's ever been this year. Like these are things that can't really put numbers behind them, um, but you can put action behind them to make sure that you're you're doing the things that you need to do in order to accomplish them. So in six months, you can look back and say, wow, look how far I've come. I'm really, you know, doing a good job in this area and I'm happier and my life is more fruitful because of it. So whenever you're trying to figure out your goals, you kind of need to figure out what's most important to you in different areas of your life. So, um, you know, you're going to want to set goals like in self-care and then relationships 
uh, personal development resources. Um, so resources are time and money. Like this is like, what are you going to do with your time and money in order to make sure you're achieving the goals that you set for yourself? And then vocation, right? You're going to have your vocational goals, which is your job, career, community goals. Um, <clears throat> so kind of um, what I do, and I have this planner that I use every year, It's it, and these people don't pay me to say this, but to my like 16 people that are listening, but um, the day designer um, day planner is amazing. And it has this whole goal setting thing in the beginning of it, which I'm just kind of like using right now to help um, kind of with this portion of the podcast, because I think sometimes if you're not used to setting goals, it can be super overwhelming. So if you don't have some type of criteria that you're using to try to figure out what you want to do with yourself, um, you can just quit before you even start. And then guess what? How are you going to hit your goals when you don't even have any? So um, you really want to kind of like, the other thing is, is to figure out what your values set is, right? Where are your values at? What is it that you want to accomplish in your life? We talked many podcasts ago about the, um, uh, oh my gosh, the seven habits of highly effective people and envisioning yourself where you're going to be on your 80th birthday and who's going to be there and what are they going to say about you and what did you accomplish in your life and coming up with a life mission. So you can kind of use that to start to say like, okay, am I on track in these areas? Is the person that I want to be when I'm 80? Am I, you know, I'm 40 right now. So for me, am I halfway there? Am I doing the things that I need to do in order to become that person? And if not, let's set goals around that. So um, like for me, um, a lot of my values, you know, integrity, honesty, family, um, God, you know, be, um, God is a value maybe, but being a, being a person of faith and being able to exemplify that to others, um, you know, my top five things that, that I want to do, and you guys need to come up with yours. Um, you know, I want to, I want to serve God first. I want to be a loving wife and mother. I want to serve my church. I want to help others. And I want to provide opportunities for other people. So like, that's where my business comes in. And so, just kind of like having a high level idea of the person you want to be um, and become is going to help you whenever you sit down to say, okay, I'm going to set these goals this year. And this is what I want to accomplish and achieve. And here are my action steps to get there. Um, so then like what I kind of wanted just to dig into is like, once I have a goal, how do I do it? I just did a training uh, for uh, my, my organization a few weeks ago. And I, I got some feedback from some of the people in the training that they were relieved that I actually stepped through backing into goals because they never heard it that way and it made it easier for them. So I'm hoping that this resonates with you all and it helps you to be able to take your goal and put it into little chunks so that you can achieve it as you go. Because if, if I set a goal, I'm going to lose 10 pounds next year. I'm not going to lose them all in the first day, right? So like, we've got to spread that out. What action steps am I taking to lose 10 pounds? I know for myself, if I eat too much sugar, like the weight just sticks on me for some reason. If I cut out sugar, uh, I lose weight quickly. So like for me, I know, okay, one of the things I need to do during this year, if I want that to be my goal is I need to cut out sugar. I probably need to continue to not have gluten because, uh, Gluten is also one of the things that I've noticed. If I have too much of it, I get chubby and I weigh more, um, drink more water. And then I probably need to start exercising again. Cause guys, I have been a huge slacker when it comes to the exercise department. So like there's, there's that, right? So if you have a set goal, so let's say business-wise, if you are a realtor, 
and you want to sell four houses a month um, for the next year, or let's 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 take that back. Let's say you want to sell 36 houses in 2022. If I want to sell 36 houses, how many is that per month? So three, right? So it's three a month, but we know there's seasonality and this could be in any business. I'm just using realtors because I know a lot of them and I, I don't even know what I'm talking about, honestly, when it comes to those numbers, but we can use any numbers for any goal and, and still get there. So I know I need to do three house sales per month, but I also know there's seasonality. You know, in the summer, I'm probably going to sell more houses than I am in the winter. So I can take a month long or a year long calendar that's monthly and I can put into those buckets like, okay, January, I might sell one house, you know, February, I might sell one house, March, I might sell four houses. And then April, May, June, July, August those months are hotter in the real estate market. So I can probably put more into those months. And then at the end of the year, maybe a little bit slower. So I might put in the less houses that I'm going to sell in those. But then it's not just about saying like, this is how many houses I'm going to sell in those months. Great job. I set my goal. I'm done. No, no, no. We have to figure out how are we going to achieve that? So if I want to sell 36 houses next year, how many people do I need to talk to? How many... Um, you know, partners do I have to have in, in referring? And um, how many communications do I have to make with people? How much networking do I need to do? How many people do I need to touch to find one person that is selling their house that I could list or a buyer who is um, serious about buying a house and pre-qualified to get them to, you know, find them their dream home? So now we back it down to that. And then it's okay, if I want to sell 36 houses, I need to talk to, I don't know what that number is, realtors, but I need to talk to X amount of people. I want to sell, if I want to talk to X amount of people, what actions do I need to do to get there? And now you sit down and you create your action plan. Okay, I need to talk to this many people. I need to have this many con connections. I need to be able to provide value to those people so that whenever they are ready to buy a house or list their house, they think of me first. So how am I going to present myself in a way that makes me the expert that they're going to choose me over the thousands of realtors that are out there? Because there are so many, right? Um, it's very similar in insurance. There's an insurance agency on every street corner. So like, what am I doing to make sure that people know that I'm an expert? I care about them. I'm going to do the job that they need me to do for them and that they feel like they can trust me in order for me to sell the amount of policies that I need to sell next year. And we just back that down. I know for myself, I want to sell 750 policies next year. Um, that's my goal and I'm sticking to it, baby. So what do I have to do to do that, right? So we divide that by 12. And, the, and, and from those 12, I know the majority of my business comes from loan officers who are closing on houses. How many loan officers do I have to be partnered with? And how many deals do each of those loan officers need to send me each month in order for me to hit my goal? So it's just like a big mathematical, I, I mean, it's one of the, it's a fun math to me anyway, um, where you can really take the numbers, break them down, figure out okay, I, I know if I want to do 750 policies a month next year, I need to be issuing four or five a day. That's a lot of policies, you guys. That's, 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 if you told me that two years ago, 
I would have said that's there's no way on God's great earth that I can issue that many policies and still be able to keep up with my new business and still be able to do my job the way that I need to in order to serve my clients the way that I want to. But guess what I've done over the last two years? I have worked on my processes. I have scaled back. I have learned how to use my service team in the most efficient and most effective way. I have learned how to sell policies in a way that helps my clients understand what they're getting, feel good about what they're getting, know that they're getting the best rate possible. And I can do that in 20 to 30 minutes. There's like a little fly flying around my face. If you're watching this, sorry about that. Um, But there are, you know, once you set your goal and you start taking the action steps to get there, you're going to have to refine your process to make sure that you're being as impactful and efficient and um, using your resources, right? Your time and your money the best way that you know how in order to achieve those goals. So maybe you're in a retail store and you, you know, my goal is to, you know, make $75,000 in revenue next year. Um, How many things do you have to sell? How many vendors do you have to have that provide a product that your customers want to purchase? And so how are you going to go about that? How are you going to obtain the right vendors that have the right products that for you to sell in your business that are appealing to the clientele that you have. Um, You know, it's just, it's just, it it might take you a day, you guys, from a business standpoint to sit down. I'm taking a whole day, taking a whole day to do this. It's going to be a weekend. It's probably going to be this weekend or next weekend. I have the numbers, but I really need to strategize um, how I'm doing this because this year I'm going solo, baby. It's going to be me, myself, and I doing this business and I need to be efficient. I can't be distracted. I can't be saying yes to things that aren't going to serve my goal. I have to stay focused and be, be able to do this. So it might take you a day, um, or even more to really sit down and, and get through this. Um, not just setting the, setting the numbers is easy. Like I want to make X amount of dollars next year. Okay. Well, if you want to make X amount of dollars next year, how many items do you have to sell in order to do that? So you need to know your revenue. You need to know, okay, if I sell this thing for a hundred dollars, what is your, what do you take from that? Maybe it's $20, right? A 20%, um, Uh, revenue from that. Okay. So how much of that that you get from that purchase goes towards overhead? How much goes towards your payroll? How much goes towards, you know, your insurance, the things that you have to pay. And then at the end of the day, like what amount of that do you actually get to take into your business or pay yourself with? And then, then scale it baby. Right. So like, all right, I know I'm going to make for me personally, um, my revenue per policy is between Well, it's $125 is my average policy, what I make off of each policy I sell, but that's my, my, my franchise E or franchise or takes 20% of that. So I know, all right, already off the bat, I'm down to one, 105 or 107, whatever it is. And so then how much, and I know I take 45% of whatever comes into the agency at this point, because that's where I am. So I know of that 125, I'm actually getting, let's just call it a hundred bucks to make it a, a clean number. And then I'm going to take home $45 from that. So how many policies do I need to sell in order for all those $45 to add up to what my goal is for me to take home this year? 
that's where I come up with my goals at, you guys. So work that out, figure, and if you need help, ask somebody. I mean, I like doing that kind of stuff. So I'd be more than happy to help, but, um, you know, get a coach, get somebody who is a numbers person if you are not that and um, ask for help because that's going to help you figure it out. And then once you know how many things you need to sell, now here's your marketing. This is the fun part, at least for me as a business owner is like, okay, I know I need 75 policies a month. I know that means I need to quote a hundred because my close ratio is going to be somewhere between 65 and 80% on any given month. Um, so I need to be quoting hundred to 110 policies per month. Where are they going to come from? This is where my partnerships come from, right? If I have, if I have 25 partners and they each send me four leads in a month, there's hundred leads. I'm good to go. Right. But does that happen every month? No. So how am I going to stay in front of those people? How am I going to present myself? Um, how am I going to market myself in a way that reminds them to send their people to me and, and know that I'm a valued, trusted resource and I'm going to take care of their people with a white glove service and I'm going to make sure that they're happy and, and all of those things. So there's that. I hope that was helpful and not like way too much me like being excited about goals and numbers. But basically, how much money do you want to make? How much money do you make off of each thing that you sell? Take that number. That's how many of those things you need to sell. And then how are you going to get there? That can be the hard part if you need a coach or you need to, to you know, pick other people's brains because you're not sure how to get started. Do what you got to do, but do it. Do it. Jump into it. Try different things. Fail at different things. Be good at different things. And once you figure out what you're good at, exploit the heck out of that. I am really good at building relationships. I love people. It's been a strength of mine forever. I just, I, I'm fascinated by people. I think I want to learn all about them. I want to know what, what makes them tick and why they do what they do and what their goals are. And I want to help them achieve that. That is my thing. And so I know for me, building business relationships is something that I'm very good at. I'm very comfortable with it. I, I actually love it. I love the people that I work with. And so that's, that's how I get my business. I build business relationships. Some people are really good at social media. I, I am okay at social media. I put it out there and I do my best. And, you know, I do think I get some business from it, but it's not the key of my, of my business. Other people I know do very, very well on social media. So if that's your thing and you're good at it and it's working for you, keep doing what you're doing. Um, you know, whatever that is, um, do it, do it and do it as, as good as you can. And so then like some of your more personal goals, like how do we, how do we do those? So if you want to strengthen your marriage, so one of your goals this year might be, I want to have a date with my husband once every month. And, and that might sound like not a lot. Some of you, I, I've heard people say they want to go on a date with their husband once a week. Um, I know in the Bauer house, <laughs> that is just not something that we can do with this. I mean, we probably could, right? If we set the goal and we made it a priority, um, but we're at a stage in our life where we have little children, we both work full time. I have a business. Um, if we can get a date once a month, that would be, that would go great for us. Um, and it would help us strengthen our marriage too, because we need to see each other and we need to spend time alone together in order to, uh, you know, remember why we love each other and not just see each other in passing. So if that's your goal, now that one is not like a business goal where you have to like break it down and figure out how many things you need to do, right? You want to have a date night once a month with your spouse because it's going to strengthen that relationship. You commit your time. So this is where we go to your resources, your money and time. You budget a budget for a date night with your husband. Even 
I mean, Rob and I like to sit, like when we have date nights, we don't even need to go anywhere. Like we just kind of hang out at home, talk to each other, watch a TV show that we haven't gotten to watch um, and order, you know, Chinese food or something, but whatever that is for you, you know, set aside your budget for it, block it off on your calendar and do it. Some of you I've heard are saying like, I want to spend more time with my kids next year doing meaningful activities, schedule it, especially if you are a business mom and you are trying to run a thousand different ways and you're trying to serve in your community and do the volunteer things, schedule the time with your kids on your calendar so that it's there. And that is a meeting. If somebody calls you and somebody says, Hey, can I meet with you at this time? You look at your calendar. Sometimes you'll see like, Oh, date with my kid. Yeah, I can move that around. Don't you dare. You leave that date there with your kid and you tell that person, I'm sorry, I have another appointment at that time and I'm not going to be able to, to meet with you at that time. Let's find a better time. Don't move your, your goal or your commitment. I mean, there are going to be times when it's an extreme thing and you need to move that. But if that's your goal, because you've been struggling to find time and you don't feel like the time that you've had with your kids is meaningful, schedule that time, put your phone freaking away and spend that time focus on your kids. Um, make it meaningful. They will love it. They will appreciate it. You will love it. You will appreciate it. And um, it'll help you achieve that goal. So that's a real, those are two relationship goals that um, you can set. And like, maybe you haven't been able to see friends. You know, maybe you have a friend goal where you're going to spend more time with your friends or whatever that is. And that looks like, you know, schedule it and do it um, and, and make it a, a non-negotiable on your calendar. That That's helped me a lot um, because I'm not one that can just say, oh yeah, I'll do that next week because I won't remember. <laughs> um, and I'll have 18 other things on my calendar before then. And then I feel like a jerk, right? You feel bad about yourself because you're missing something you committed to. Um, whereas if you just stick it on your calendar you're, and you use it as though it's a business meeting or it's any other important thing that you have going on that you're not going to overcommit, um, then, then you're going to stick to it and you're going to have a better odds of, of achieving that goal. Um, personal development is another really big one, you guys. It's so important that we develop ourselves and that we continue to grow and we continue to take time um, to listen and meditate maybe not meditate, maybe that's just a me thing, but like that we take time to listen to ourselves um, and we take time to, to kind of search our hearts for what it is we want to be doing and that we exercise or we have a hobby or we do art or painting or whatever it is that makes you happy that you have time for that. So um, for personal development, set a goal in that category. And again, set aside the resources. I have budget now in my business accounts for personal development because it's so important to me. Um, I need to continue to refine my skills um, in my industry. I need to make sure that I know what's going on in the insurance world so I can serve my clients well, but I also need leadership growth and I need to be able to run my business in a smart way. And I need to, you know, I, I need that development in order to continue to grow my business the way I want to and scale the way that I'd like to in the next, um, you know, three to five years. So um, make a budget for that. Um, if you're a business owner, and even if you're not, put aside some money for personal development and growth. Go to a seminar, go do something, learn something that you've always wanted to learn. 
Um, you know, a lot of us as adults regret not learning to play the piano or learn an instrument. Go take a lesson. There's no reason that you can't do that now. Um, doing things for yourself and learning new things as we get older is just so critical to our development and our growth and our passion for life, right? Um, we can't um, we can't live with the enthusiasm that God wants us to live with if we're bored and we're bored with ourselves and we're not growing. I think there's a quote out there and I, I, I know there's a quote out there, but I don't know who said it. It's about like, when we stop learning, we start dying. And that is just the truth. Um, so tap into some of that. Um, even if it's something small, even if it's a book, maybe you want to read a book every month, right? Find a good development book that you like and you want to do. And then my big goal last year that is can continue to be a goal for me is now become a habit is making sure I'm spending time with God. I kind of got into this rut in 2020 where I wasn't, I didn't, I felt like I didn't have time, um, which is ridiculous, <laughs> but, but I'm sure some of you have been there, right? Where you're like busy, you feel like you've got the kids, you've got your business, you've got all these goals that you've set. Um, when do I have time to read the Bible or, you know, I'll do that in my spare time was always my thing. Oh, when I get time, I'm going to do that. Guess who never found the time? This girl right here. I never found it. So, um, I started getting up. I won't allow myself to sleep in past 5am, which is natural for me. So if you're not a morning person, don't do that. Cause you'll resent your time with God. But, um, if you're a night person, maybe you spend a few minutes at night reading the Bible. Um, but I've really enjoyed that. And it's something that now I'm, I'm so committed to it that I do it every day. And if I don't do it, like if I have a day where I miss it or I sleep in, um, I actually don't feel the same during the day. It's just one of those cruddy, like, Oh, I didn't spend my time with God this morning. It's not even, it's not even a guilty feeling. It's just a, like, something's missing. Like I didn't, I didn't do my prayer this morning. I didn't uh, read my Bible verses this morning. So if you have goals for that, you know, make it happen. You guys, we all have the same amount of hours in every day. You get to choose how you use them. And that's the best part about being a grown up, right? Nobody's telling us how to spend our time. Um, and if we block our time correctly, and if we make sure we're making time for things, then we are going to do them. And once you get in the habit of doing them, you're going to realize the things that don't happen aren't happening and it's okay because God's in control of time and God is in control of what we get done every day. Anyway, he could throw us for a loop one day and nothing happens the way it's supposed to. Um, but it happens exactly the way he wanted it to. And so that's something also to remember as we're setting our goals is like, okay, we're going to, we're going to set the goals. We're going to commit the, the time and the plan um, but at the end of the day, God is going to direct our steps. So it might not always happen exactly the way we want it to, but it's so important that we set those goals. We take the action steps. We set aside the time. And please uh, don't be afraid to set big, fat, amazing goals, because if you shoot big and you miss, you're still missing big. If you shoot average and you miss, you're shooting below average. And who wants to do that? Like, Come on, God made us to be amazing and incredible. He made you to be specific and purposeful and amazing. He didn't make you to be average. So let's set some goals that matter. I'm really like, I like the idea of doing the vision boards and um, like mentally um, thinking about where we're going to be in five years. And I like the ideas of, you know, doing kind of all of those um, projecting type activities. And the, those things are great. But if you're not writing down 
specific goals and action plan to get there, all those vision boards are kind of pointless, right? So do those things and have the bucket list. You know, I love the idea of having a bucket list of things like maybe this year you want to take a great vacation to Alaska, or you want to buy your dream house, or you want to pay off all your debt. Yes. Yes. Those are amazing things to do. So put those out there into the universe, but also start taking the steps to make them happen. And I think by dreaming big and by having those big plans and by having those big goals, we start to think in a way that attracts the resources and helps us develop the time to achieve those goals. Um, so th that's my two cents on those things. I really do think that the having those big visions is important. Having huge goals is important. And then praying, being prayful about it. So as you're setting your goals, start praying about God, what do you want me to achieve this year? What can you do with me? Um, and you might be surprised what he says. And if he's saying, I want you to do this big giant thing, don't you dare tell him no. Take that, say, okay, God, I know that you don't call the qualified, you qualify the called. And I'm going to step into this, even though I don't feel like I know how I'm going to do it because you're asking me to, or you put it on my heart. So I'm going to start peeling back the onion, right? I'm going to start taking steps toward what you're calling me to do and watch what happens. You guys, the right people, the right resources, all of a sudden a book's going to pop up. That's about what you want to achieve, or you're going to meet somebody who knows a lot about that. Um, but staying in prayer about the things you want to achieve are critical. Um, and then taking that action, right? We can't sit around and tiptoe into 2022, which is, guys, don't tiptoe. Freaking, I don't know. I might be a bull in a china shop, but um, I'd rather I'd rather give it my all and fail than tiptoe and like have little weenie success. <laughs> like that's not that's not the thing that that God's calling us to do. And um, so don't tiptoe. Don't tiptoe, run full force, you know, try your best every day, give it your all. At least you can say you gave it your all. If you don't succeed or if God has a different plan for you, a different calling, you're going to find out a whole lot faster when you're running than you are whenever you're tiptoeing. So one Bible verse that rung into my heart this morning that I wanted to share is, uh, was part of my Bible study today um, is Hebrews 10, 35 and 36, where it is um, said, therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has great reward for you have need of endurance so that you may do the will of God and receive what is promised. So I think what he's saying here is do not throw away your confidence that God has a plan for you. Don't throw away your confidence in, in God. Don't throw away your confidence in Jesus. Stay true to the fact that we know that God is the God of everything and he created everybody and he brought Jesus to this earth as a human being to save us from our sins so we could have eternal life in heaven if we have confidence in our belief. And we know then that God made each of us with a divine purpose to achieve whatever it is that he wants us to achieve. And there's nothing that's going to stop that, you guys nothing. Again, he doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. So have faith in your call. 
for you need to have, for you have the need of endurance. And some um, versions will say persistence here. And I love persistence as a word. I love it as a, I am probably the most persistent person I know, um, which is annoying to many people, but it's what it's, it's how God made me. Um, but that endurance in, in Christ's love, that endurance in your faith, that endurance in hoping, hoping and, and, and knowing and trusting that God already has that plan. He's, he's, he's kept his promises to us in the past. He's keeping our prom his promises to us today. And he's going to keep his promises to us in the future. Um, that you may do the will of God and receive what is promised. So what an awesome verse um, that can apply in many, many ways to our lives and um, to even goal setting. Um, have confidence in, in, in your goals in Christ, right? That God put something in your heart and you're working hard to achieve it. Have confidence in that. Has a great reward for you have need of endurance so that you may do the will of God and receive what is promised. It's beautiful. Look that up and read it yourself though, because me saying it might not be <laughs> when you read words, sometimes they mean something different. It's why books are better than movies because you can read it and it, it resonates with you in your heart. So it's Hebrews 10, 35 through 36. Um, and then I'm just going to end it today, you guys. I hope you have an amazing, amazing 2022. I hope that you run and that you don't tiptoe. I pray that you go into this year with a heart full of hope and desires and goals and dreams, and that you take the steps and do the actions to achieve them. That is my prayer for you all. That is how I'm going to face this year. And um, I promise you, I'm not going to be tiptoeing. So um, it's, 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 I'm not the most graceful being. So <laughs> you can appreciate that if you've ever seen me like run or anything, but um, let's do this. You guys being fearful is not productive being, being afraid of what's to come. It, it's going to come whether we're afraid or whether we're facing things full on and um, being, being confident, being confident that there's a God out there who is going to carry us through it. Who's doing all things together for our good. Um, that is the, like, if that doesn't give you the confidence to run into the next year, I don't know what will. Um, so go, go get it, go get your dreams. I am cheering you on and supporting you and excited for you. And if there's anything I can do to, um, help, or if you need walked through a little like goal setting spreadsheet or anything like that, I'm, perfectly happy to like send something out or even post maybe a tracker or something like that, that might be able to help you. Um, so I'm going to end it with Joshua one nine. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord. Your God will be with you wherever you go.